When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, we got some experts out there. This is a reaction to the Twitch interview and I guess response to BD. We're a little kind of different uh, in our interview styles and experiences out there. One thing that was asked, why was he thrown off the show? It's very simple. There are people that are out there every single day fighting for your rights. They have impeccable reputations. And I was not going to let somebody who is name dropping them or a club that's been around since 1969 and again has an impeccable reputation continue to be name dropped because here's a situation that most of you know-it-alls don't understand you have this dude now coming out saying he was a cop for the washington state police whatever his issue is it is what it is because even if he wasn't a cop he's saying he is uh that's informant to me anyway you don't take risks with that stuff say for example 2015 okay 2015 this is just uh, an analogy here dude was doing some off-the-wall business with Another club unbeknownst to both clubs. You get in a scenario right now, right? Okay. Well, next thing you know, you know, they did some deals here and hustles there. And next thing you know, you're that guy who remembers doing business with them. And he now comes out while well, I was a cop. And you're sitting there squeezing your ass cheeks so you don't shit yourself because you were doing business with this guy. That's one of the reasons. And again, the second reason was name dropping. And some of the stuff that he was talking about during that interview could give a club something that's called a RICO predicate. Now, for all you know-it-alls who think you know everything, because it's obvious, you know, you guys think you know everything, but you know shit, a RICO predicate can start a RICO investigation. Yeah, a true blue RICO investigation. And some of the stuff that he was saying on air, and I guess people who got his book uh, got a hold of me, and some of the stuff he was talking about in there, could really cause some trouble for that club. And then he goes on about all his time at NCOM and NCOC. Well, fine, you might have been there. 
you might have been there. But you have no right at all to try to put that out. I don't care if it turns into a Jerry Springer show. I don't care if it looks professional or not. I am not going to let somebody continue name dropping people that have their reputations crushed in one show. And you can guarantee I'm going to challenge. Now, the guest that came on was from NCOC. That's, I've been seeing a lot of uh, other comments. Oh, the, you know, the mystery guests. That's how ignorant some of these people really are. They really don't know what the hell they're talking about. See, they think they can get on a bike and ride and think they know what's going on. And they didn't even know who the special guest was. That's who was challenging this guy. As far as threatening to kill him, I never said that. I said, if you were in Chicago, he would have got a bullet put him in, because that's how it works in Chicago. This is no game, people. This is no game. You might think it's cool on YouTube, but when you actually get off of YouTube on the street around people, it's not a game. How else would you explain the know-it-alls? Here's my question. How else would you explain the know-it-alls who go to YouTube channels to get advice on how to join a club or get advice on trying to act like a man? But you can come back and comment like you know something. Well, you don't. You don't know nothing at all. Or you wouldn't be going to a YouTube channel for advice. Makes sense to me. As far as being professional. It's going to get pretty rocky when you misrepresented yourself to the whole entire biker community. It's going to get rocky when you're caught up in known lies. I'm not here to give a softball interview to anybody. If you're going to come on the show, it's going to be to the point, tell the truth, get it out. But I'll be damned if I let anybody come on and do what the hell was being done. You want to talk about getting people hurt? That's how people could have got hurt. Dropping names of people. And next thing you know, others are looking at them like, well, wait a second. You screwed around with this guy? And here he is saying, well, wait a second. He says he's a cop. Next thing you know, stuff gets real. Especially if there's hustles going on. Somebody's going to get hurt because of that. So you're damn right I'm going to get in that ass. And I'm not going to apologize for not looking professional. Because there's a lot of stuff that was going on in the background that I would not. Uh-uh. 
I'm not going to let a name of a historic club be dragged down the street or put in a bad light because of this. I ain't going to do it. These are people that fight for you. But a lot of you are too ignorant to even know that. A lot of you guys don't even know the names that he was dropping because you're not involved. The mental health issue. <laughs> um, well, this might have happened in 2017, but what happened? It didn't happen before. And these are the time periods you're claiming. Now, everybody's going to do their little take on everything that happened here and all that jive. That's fine and dandy. Just like the biker news. You usually get the media side, but there's others out there that give the club side of stuff. You got four for the road. You got Demon's Row. You got, you got a lot out there that you can go to to hear that side of the story. So do I kind of take it like, what the hell, you know, with this professional ideal? See, no, it is what it is. That's BD's opinion. That's BD's opinion. For those who said, well, if they would have kept them on, we would have learned more. Well, if you didn't learn throughout an hour interview before you was kicked off, then you're not going to learn much at all. You're a hooked on phonics dropout. I know this is entertainment. But when stuff gets serious like that, where you're name dropping, you're trying to discredit a club. Hell, he tried to tarnish Sosa's business. And you know why he did it? And you got to go look at the video. It just came out on Sosa's Ghost. He did it because Sosa wouldn't give him a shout out. He put it right up on the screen. That's how vindictive this whole thing was. And boy, did I apologize on my part, because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And that is funny about uh, some people crying about the interview technique. Well, you know, you always got these got you moments. Well, wait a second. If they were straight up in the beginning, there wouldn't be no got you moments. Everything from that deal with Dave to here. Just be honest. And there wouldn't be any got you stuff. But now, something like this, he had, and there, you know what? There was actually people defending him. I'm like, you know what? It is sad. Real sad. Because everything is really gone now. If people are thinking that way, where they're actually defending the guy who said he was a cop in a diamond club, it's all freaked out now. That's what I can say. It's all screwed up. Is it salvageable? I don't know. Hey, you know what? The real deals are going to continue to step up and fight. 
organizations like NCOM, NCOC are going to continue to fight. Even if you don't know who they are. Or you don't pay attention enough to hear who they are. These are the men in the trenches every day. They're the ones that try to make it better for you. Not just club members. For everybody. And you're damn right as soon as I heard him confirm that he was a cop. Well, one, that was, you know, not the best thing to do on a show like mine. But two, you went after a kid's business. Well, his his business, I call him, he's younger. Business. I don't care if you agree with some of his stuff, disagree with some of his stuff. But to go after him like he did. To go after his business because he wouldn't prop his book? No, that's just too far for me. And then saying you're... The minute he claimed he was a cop, no matter what explanation you give, mental or whatever, as soon as he said that, he put his old club in the crosshairs. Well, wait a second, you take cops? They're not going to hear all sides of the story. People hear what they just want to hear. And what they heard was, he's a cop. Now, how do you think the club has to feel? Because you know damn well, I know that club don't take cops. Not willingly. No club, Diamond Club does willingly. So now they have to do cleanup. Why did you take the YouTube video down? You want to know why I took it down and put it over on BitChute and some other places? Because I am not going to give this guy any more attention. Not a bit. That's why it's not on YouTube. And that he was inconsiderate anyway, dropping the F-bombs and, you know, trying to pull this, pull that. He didn't bring his paperwork out. You think it proves a story showing a freaking passport with a Cuba stamp? Okay, whatever. But the other stuff, the more important stuff, wasn't proven. But here you got a guy going out there saying, well, I worked with the Washington State Police. Wait a second, that's state troopers and everything else, and you're telling me you did this when you were in a club, and they knew about it. Do you know how dangerous that is for them? That's very dangerous. That street right there, something a lot of you don't know. Because you jump on your bike, and you know what, you even cry about it. I'm independent, I'm independent, which is cool. But don't give your opinions on something you don't know. I had enough with the name dropping. I don't care at that point what else he has to say. I'm not here to sell his book. 
Actually, this will be the last time. That was his whole thing was to sell a book. Oh, he hoodwinked a lot of people. Hoodwinked them. Which, hey, he's getting press now. Any press is good press. That's what they always say. But going back to the professionalism, there ain't no damn way. Not with somebody like this. Because it's in a different type of deal where somebody can get a... All they need is a predicate uh, to start a RICO investigation. Because some guys... You know what? He claimed that he was all one percenter. Well, going on his Facebook, you see he was talking about a former one percenter outlaw organized crime member. That don't happen. That comes out of cops, man. One of the reasons why we've been covering this uh, croc, as I call him, the dude who's releasing a book on his time with the pagans, is because we're trying to show people every day there's a new article on him. And every day things change. That's why we're covering it. And this is no different. You got people saying, well, you know, you brought on guests that turned out to be. No, hey, people can come on here. But during that time, we're going to ask the hard questions. You're really not going to get away with anything on the show. I'm going to dig, dig, dig until we get to something. After all, I'm an entertainment uh, channel. Hey, Jerry Springer happened last night. I'm not here to be Dan Rather. I'm not here to be Peter Jennings. That's just not me. Because you are dealing with a lot of serious issues. A lot of serious issues. Am I kind of disappointed with BD? Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. He's a former national. Shouldn't even, uh, you know thought about apologizing to this dude what's there to apologize for he should be coming out with a press release about the crap he did to Sos and everybody else it shouldn't be us apologizing to this guy hell no he's the one who tried to take everybody else for a ride on the back of his old club and put a lot of names out there that can have reputations ruined. So no. He got no apologies coming from me. Only one I apologized about was the mental illness part. Because there are a lot of other people that have that. But you know what? He should thank God. God almighty he should thank. Why? Because clubs are not gangs. Clubs are not gangs. I always say it's certain individuals that do the hustle. Fine, whatever. But clubs as a whole are not organized crime. Because you know what? That excuse of having mental issues wouldn't have ran with a real organized crime 
syndicate or a street gang at that matter it wouldn't have happened you think they're gonna go get a note from your psychiatrist the reason why you're saying this stuff is because you're mentally ill no it don't work that way danny a lot of other people can tell you this they're not going to go and cuddle you because you have a, an issue with your mental uh, status. No. They're going to put you in Lake Michigan. In a bag with chains with cement boots. So he should be glad they're not a gang. And that should prove to you. Once and for all. That clubs are not gangs. Because here's an issue. And you know what? You've seen a lot of other of these issues as well. You know, the funny thing, snitches get ditches, snitches get stitches, whatever, whichever way you want to use it. And everybody's saying, well, in the old days, this would have happened, that would have happened, blah, blah, blah. You know, snitches deserve stitches. They're not a gang. That's the realization you got to come to. You got to come to the realization that motorcycle clubs are not gangs, regardless of the actions of others. Because a guy like this would have faced some serious repercussions for coming on a show and talking that kind of stuff. So that's where me and Black Dragon differ on the way we look at things he's looking at it as a professional news type of stuff but when the interview turns and you're starting the name drop you're starting to get on you know do some stuff that can really hurt people no that's when that it stops being professional and it gets real at that point because i'm not going to do it even though we cover biker news there is always a chance for anybody that wants to, that's an NMC or whatever it is, to go ahead and give the club side. That, you know, you, you got the haters, yeah, whatever it is, what it is. But they always have that chance. That's why I said you got four for the road out there. You got Sos, you got Danny. There's so many out there that give the club side of what's happening in biker news, and you should take that time to hear their side. That don't mean I'm going to hate on somebody. But that was, uh, you know, it's kind of surprising. I would have kept them. No, I ain't keeping this dude on. He's going to get people hurt. It's just like... The compost or the compost interview. Now, I know some creators have had him on his show during this Ukrainian war. One thing that's happening in Russia right now is you can get 15 years for talking out in the media or talking against this country of the U. Well, I call him the USSR because he's acting like it, but you can get 15 years for speaking out against Russia. Fine. He wanted to come on. But would have I have put him on? No. Because his safety was at risk. And his safety isn't worth 25,000 views on YouTube. See, that's where I distinguish stuff. Interviews started off great. 
And then boom. Well, now you're putting people in jeopardy. Ain't happening. So yeah, we have different styles. BD's more laid back than I am. Is what it is. I come from a different thinking than he does. Is what it is. But this bashing on people, everybody, just needs to stop, man. Because it's like, dude, a bunch of schoolyard mother bitches, actually. That's what this is. And we're spending so much time going after each other that the real message isn't getting out there. Everybody's going to do their own thing. We're going to do ours, yeah, the way we are. But you have to admit at some point you are entertainment and that your followers, your subscribers, they got to go out on the street and learn themselves. That's the only way it's going to happen. So now that the drama is gone, we'll get back to... uh, some biker news uh, tomorrow. That's what I have to say in this. I ain't giving them any more uh, deal on YouTube. You want to listen to the interview? You can do it on the podcast platform or Roku. I don't know where else I had it at, but I had it going to so many places. I got to figure out where the hell I got to add it going. And that's not because I don't believe in what I say. No, that's because. A lot of that interview, he name-dropped. And he made a lot of false statements. And this was about selling a book, and I ain't going to be the one that sells the book for him. Anyway, that is it right there. I'll talk to you guys later. Second segment of the show right now is coming up with uh, China Doll. I'm sure we'll talk more about this uh, in that segment. You can go into the Discord server. The link's right there. Uh, that's in the radio room. Go over there or Insane Throttle radio app on Google Play. I'm working on iOS. Trust me, I'm working on it. They got different coding, which stinks. And then InsaneThrottleTV.com. We'll be right back after this uh, music break.
Hail to the king, baby. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Hey, where are the white women at? Killer tunes that don't suck. WMMRDB Welcome to the second half of the show, everybody. Did you see that meme Danny made up for me? Yes, I did. Of the Will Smith thing, uh, Chris Rock was freaking that uh, cop. And then uh, (laughs) me, I was bitch slapping that motherfucker. That was funny (laughs) as shit, wasn't it? So bad. Fucking Danny, man. Y'all are going to fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) We're all going to hell. (laughs) Y'all are going to hell. By the way, well said. Well said. Don't die. My God, cough attack. What the hell? I I have to say, I have to say, very well said this morning. It was very long, but it was very well said. You went 30 minutes. What the hell? We were a little late. Yeah, you took a little bit of my time up. What the hell? But what do you think about the overall premise of everything? Well, okay. Because you were on the interview. Yeah, I, I was listening to the whole entire interview, and well, yeah, <laughs> that was it. Mm. <laughs> Come on. The way you went around, went about the interview, I wouldn't have expected any less. Mm-hmm. As far as man, I would have disconnected his motherfucking ass a little bit sooner than you did. <laughs> so I actually gave him more time. You gave him way more time than I would have. He would have been gone in the first fifteen minutes. <laughs> Dude thought he was James Bond or some shit. <laughs> all, all that motherfucker wanted to do was promote some dumb book that ain't nobody gonna read. <laughs> and I'm hoping kind of BD comes out with a retraction because I didn't threaten the guy. No, you did not. I gave him a situation if you were, and you know us in Chicago. Yes. In Chicago, it would have been totally different if this dude came out as a 1% and a cop. Wouldn't have, no. It wouldn't have mattered if he had mental health issues or not. No. No. And that line I said, what, am I going to go to your fucking psychiatrist to get a fucking note? No. I need a note for his class. The boys here, you know, I'm not talking clubs. I'm talking about the real deal shit. Would have thrown that motherfucker in Lake Michigan. Yep. He would have been, been swimming with the fishes. And it's they funny how people care. don't realize that stuff. How serious things can get on I mean, the street. I mean, I mean, I guess it's totally different from where he's at compared to where we're at. I, well, that's I, why I say I clubs are not gangs. Because if they were gangs, which shit did, would be which, handled. Which he did keep insisting that clubs and gangs were the same thing. Right. I mean, well, that was right on his post. He 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 even admitted it during the interview mm-hmm. <laughs> that it meant the same thing. I am not gonna, and I'm. I, I'll be one hundred percent. I'm disappointed in BD. I mean, the f bombs was juvenile. You, you don't have to F-bomb in order to get your point across. Right. You can cut that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and BD, I'm sorry, but I have to say, um, uh, uh. <laughs> All the yum shit. <laughs> if. I gotta give him schooling on the uh, broadcast. You were, you. You were so dumbfounded during the original interview that 
I didn't even think you were ever going to even ask a question. <laughs> and it didn't even seem to matter. Because whatever question you ask this retard, sorry, I don't like using that word, but if the shoe fits. I should have gave him a helmet. You should have. It, 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 the shoe fits. I mean, you, you can ask him whatever question you want. He did never answered a straight answer for any questions you asked. He just tried using others to beep up his position. And, and then the name dropping, I would have dumped him the first name he dropped and been like, you know what? Nope, this is not what we're doing here. Bye. Right. You know, you gave him 30 more minutes than I probably ever would have given him. Because <laughs> once that first name came out, I wouldn't even care about the F-bombs. But once that first name drop came, that would have been it. Done. Done. I see trying to be professional but there is a time when it's not going to be professional. Well, yeah, I mean, professionalism, you got to look at it from both sides, though. It's like you can be extremely professional, 110% professional. But when the fucking show turns a different way... I'm going to treat him like a hostile witness on the stand. You're going to have to turn the way the show goes. Right. Which is what you did. And, yeah, I thought I was watching and thinking your whole forehead was going to friggin' explode. Mm. But, thank God it didn't, because you had veins popping out of your head during it the It turned into a Jerry thing. Springer show. It was ridiculous. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, I, I'm trying to blow your phone up, but you had other people on your end on the phone, so... Yeah, we had other people I can't talk about on that side. You had other people, so you weren't really paying attention to my messages. I'm like, dude, breathe! <laughs> but I am disappointed. I I, I personally, watching, because I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I watched only 20 minutes of BD's thing yesterday, and I got bored. Because he talks in circles mm. <laughs> and really never got to the point. I think I texted you four times asking, when is he going to get to the point of this show? And then I said, screw it, and I'm over it. But to say that you were unprofessional and that he was the professional Ooh. one, um, I'd like to shove my foot up your ass for that because you got to go the way that the show goes. Mm -hmm. There's no ifs, ands, ors, or buts about it. Right. You got to go. You got to do what you got to do. The guy was disrespectful. And if y'all didn't pay any attention whatsoever, anytime Black Dragon or Hollywood tried to talk to this guy, this guy would just rant right over him. So I'm sorry you do not talk over the host or hosts, plural, of the show. It's mm -hmm. their show. Let them ask the questions and then answer the questions. Don't come up with these other bullshit things. It's like, okay. Well, well you see, he was squirming <laughs> the whole time. See, I catch on the body language and stuff, and that's where I keep pushing. It's like, okay, what are you? Are you uh, a cop? Are you a 1%? Are you a... Uh, insurance agent? What are you, James Bond? In insurance agent? Oh, wait. Wasn't he a downhill Olympic ski coach? What the fuck? What the hell are you, dude? Right. You don't even know. Then he's talking about his brain injury. Well, dude, I can see why you got punched in the head a few too many times. Or an accident, but that ain't gonna accident. that ain't gonna be an excuse for but, what you're doing. But you can't you yeah, no, because all that injury that you have, all that does is causes you to have dementia sooner than you should. Mm. 
Not no fucking Parkinson's like you're insisting, motherfucker, because that's not true. I know everything there is to know about Parkinson's. But it's going to cause dementia. Dementia is going to cause you to forget shit, not cause you to make shit up. Mm -hmm. So learn your disease. I was just a little disappointed because, well, you know, we threatened his, somebody threatened his, you, nobody, nobody threatened nobody his life. Nobody fucking threatened him, so I don't even know where the hell that came from. I watched your show, I watched part of his, part of BD's. No one threatened him in any way, shape, or form. All it was was, here's a scenario, if this is what, what was going on in Chi-Town, it wouldn't be this way. That is what it was. You were given a fucking scenario. You didn't threaten him. He needs to eat a bag of dicks. And whether that's BD eating the bag of dicks or it's fucking Twitch eating the bag of dicks, I don't care. But I hate to say it, I am disappointed in how BD's show was. And I feel that you are 110% disrespected. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I know everybody has an opinion that don't mess, you know, I mean, I'm not going to agree with everybody. Everybody but. does have their own opinion. I'm giving you, this is my opinion, but, you know, everybody can do, you know, take away what you take away from it, you know, but it's like, you want to know the facts? Hey, if y'all want, read the fucker's book. I don't give a shit, but I personally won't. I don't know anybody that's going to read that dumb, dumb book. Well, my thing is with the professionalism <laughs> stuff. How do you think Sos the Ghost feels after being put through this? This guy's business was attacked. And to say that we were unprofessional in an interview to expose this guy, you got to look at it from all sides. I, th I think this little shit got exactly what he freaking deserved. Like I said. Well, I think he got the publicity, that's for sure. Well, yeah, that's what he wanted. He just wanted to promote a fucking book. Because Sos wouldn't promote him. He went after Sos. And Sos don't even fucking know the guy. Doesn't so. know him whatsoever. He's never met him. He he. It, it's just like this guy blew shit so far out of proportion. It's not even funny. And that's it's one not. thing I'm done with. I'm done with all this creator fucking schoolyard bullshit now. I mean, y'all ain't in fucking high school. Y'all are a bunch of fucking adults. If you're going to fuck around like you with, what is it, four for the road? Yeah, guys, we fuck around all the time. You guys crack me the hell up on TikTok. Those things are freaking hilarious. I don't care who you are. Them are funny. Right. <laughs> I don't care who he's making fun of. It's hilarious. <laughs> I don't take it personally. No, you can't. Which you got to always run into my head all the time because I always... I don't have very thick skin. Right. So I'm a little sensitive sometimes. But you have to have thick skin to have freaking YouTube. You do. Or to be a creator on any app, you have to have thick skin. You got to deal with what you get. You get dished out, dish it back. You, don't be all, if you're going to make fun of me, man, just give me a call. No, fuck you. Just fucking throw a freaking TikTok back at his ass and fuck with him. Right. Who cares? It's a freaking app. I think the one that's been professional out of all this has been Sos. He's the one who's been you professional. Know, we, everybody knocked him for all his shit. You know, I mean, you guys, you guys had your thing. You know, between you. But and it's him. policy positions with us, or but it's freaking... like, but it's like if people rub him like way wrong, which this Twitch fucker did. You know, you don't go and fucking knock somebody and their their business. Because he won't put you on air. Well, you got your fame. You got on Hollywood show. You got your fucking fame. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. 
By the way, he ain't on Discord either anymore. <laughs> well, one thing I find funny is where, you know how I, I'll always have a special guest or I'll have something in the background waiting if I need it, if they don't answer correctly. Right. That's just like that little Dave incident. Oh, that was fun too. I had the fucking phone, re- the phone call ready to go. Yeah. Because I knew he was going to lie. Yeah. Okay, you lied just now. Press the button. But I think it is people don't want others to feel uncomfortable. Right. And they got to understand, you come on my show, that's... <laughs> it can go that way. I'm not softballing you. And, and I will say, I think... Uh, I, you did you did the right thing and had uh, Irish on, who is actually right here in camera on Discord. Oh, okay. NCOC. <laughs> You had him come on because he was talking. No, about actually, he wanted to come on, so but, that was cool. But that was cool, and he did what he had to do. He got, you know, kind of caught off guard. You know, he had his kid there, whatever. That was kind of cute, though. The kids are cute. <laughs> 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 we don't mind kids. Uh, but it's like, you know, he said his part, and he caught him up on a bunch of shit, too. So it's. Like, I like the ski deal. That was funny. That was funny Olympic shit, man. Skiing. What the fuck was he that? He fits in right on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Olympic skiing. I don't know. That was some messed up shit. But him, uh, but you know what? Like he he might have been involved in NCOC and NCOM in the past, but the minute you make that crossover, yeah. don't bring it out of your mouth. You know, and I don't know how many people uh, I've talked to in town that are cops said that that, that shit never would have happened, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the tattoo and stuff? Yeah, he. They're, they're like, no. Well, I was just afraid of the club, I think, for the club. They got such a outstanding reputation. Yeah, and all this guy was doing was making them look like shit. Right, and I can't and have that. That ain't right. You don't. You don't. And I'm sure they're not gonna that. let him do that to Encom. Fuck no. no, that ain't happening. That, and the guy who started Encom was J.R. Reed with the Sons of Silence. And he was talking about him, not on the air and stuff like that, but on other places. And you don't talk about a guy of that stature. You don't dog him. Well, it's not dogging. You don't even quote that man. Mm-mm. Not Mm-mm. if you're doing this. No. But a lot of people, they get you know pissed off with the kook comment. Which, in my mind at that time, was... You're lucky these clubs ain't gangs, dude. <laughs> you really are, because, you know, the people I know and, and grew up with, they wouldn't be going to a psychiatrist for a note. Can he get a pass? No, <laughs> you're done. And that's what a lot of these people on YouTube don't understand, because they're not on the streets. Mm-mm. They buy a Harley... Go next door to the moto clothes, get themselves some bad biker gear, and then they think they can give opinions. But these are the same people who go to the internet to try to find out how to go to a club. You want to join a club, go go walk up and shake hands with a club member and talk to them in person. Exactly. What the fuck? You want to learn about, uh, what is it, NCOC? 
you want to learn about NCOC, NCOM, go talk to them. Talk to them. They got an open forum in their nationals. You can go in. But it's funny how the younger generation doesn't know about NCOM. And it's the most consequential freaking organization for clubs and bikers out there. They've been doing this since the mid-80s. And, you know, you have these people going on YouTube commenting. Everybody has to come together. NCOM's been doing that, motherfuckers. You just don't know. I guess my age is kind of showing now. I think it really is, isn't it? Nah. Everybody's saying, well, you got to evolve. You got to evolve. Fuck that evolving, dude. This is the way I taught was taught. And and the one thing the one thing that BD said that did that did irk me, I ain't gonna lie, on, in his show yesterday was that maybe y'all should have done more of your homework on this guy. How the fuck you do homework on a guy that doesn't even know who the fuck he is himself? <laughs> How? Y'all didn't know any like ninety percent of the shit that he brought up. Nobody knew what the fuck. I didn't know he was James and, Bond. And, and if he and you know you weren't he sure. was he was acting like James Bond and shit. You you weren't sure what personality was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Looked like about six came. I don't know. Right. So how the hell do you do your homework on something like that? How? Well, I'm not gonna spend forty bucks on a fucking book. No hell nah. That's what he wants for his paperbacks and shit like that. I'm not much into Kindle, but I'm not going to read his fucking book. But there's no way, you know, he's all, you should, we should have done more of our homework on this guy. Well, good luck, damn it. Do your homework. Find out which person he's going to be today. Because today he might be the downhill skier and tomorrow he's going to be the insurance agent. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. How do you do you how how you do homework on you don't know what personality you're talking to? Could I have handled it a little different? Yeah, you could have hung up on him fucking fifteen minutes, thirty minutes sooner. You know <laughs> what? That's my day. biggest regret. That really is. <laughs> the first name he fucking threw down, I would have been like, dude, no, you're done. Bye. That was my only regret. Because, to tell you the honest truth, listening to him talk, I just learned about all his personalities. I didn't learn shit about whatever the fuck he was supposed to be on the show for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, is this dude ever going to answer a question? (laughs) I'm going to go get my passport. I'm going to go get my certificates. Okay, well. Didn't come back with the certificates. Nobody's seen no certificates, but we saw your passport. Oh, yay, you went to Cuba. Good for you cares ouch you're nasty this morning who gives a shit i don't give a shit i'm gonna i'm gonna you're probably get emails about me being you know i'm gonna get some haters but i don't give a fuck you know what was funny it was kind of a like a jerry springer show i was jerry springer you even asked me yesterday do you think we should do a jerry springer show i'm like uh no (laughs) and i had you know i had you are the father (laughs) i had uh steve wilkos on but he was a black man he didn't handle his uh, job too well. <laughs> he he could not control you fighting <laughs> <he>, the guests. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful next time. Don't throw a chair or nothing. 
I wish I could have at that point. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, you should have just hung up on him with the first name he threw down. Called it a day. I got to agree. I should have, and I think that's my worst mistake. You gave him too much time. I think I did. Well, if you read my book, I think that was like every three sentences he came up with that, and it's like nobody's going to read your book. Shut up. But he was not a cop. He wasn't a cop, guys. You know, the, my problem is, okay, if you're pushing you want, or you're being a cop, then you got to think from a street view, well, were you a fucking informant? He showed no proof that he was a cop. All he showed proof of was that he went to Cuba. Because <laughs> the, the club would have never took him. I'm sorry, no. And the, I'm sorry. If he was in a club and he was going to go be a state trooper... <laughs> that and with the tattoos that he had, it wouldn't happen. No, it wouldn't happen. But do you see what position he put the uh, the club in? He did. He he put him in a negative light. Put him in a negative light and made. <laughs> I feel bad for them. Uh, I do because there's some legends in that club. Uh, I mean, one, uh, you know what? One, uh, the one guy, he's a legend in motorcycle club rights, biker rights. He got states to pass anti-profiling bills. He's a fucking legend. I just couldn't. It, it made me cringe every time his name came out of his mouth. And see, that's just what I'm saying. You gave the fucker too much time on air. Now you're going to have the internet ablaze because of the disagreements with me and BD. I, and it's every, like everybody, everybody has opinion. Everybody uh, that has, don't mean that, you know my balls are going to get hurt. No, everybody, I'm sure they're going to... The only time my shit. balls get hurt is when China Dow fucking crunches down on them. <laughs> Let me step on those a little bit. Uh, but it, I'm going to get haters too, so I don't even care. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm just trying to point out from my perspective what I noticed between the original interview, then Black Dragon's little throwdown freaking yesterday, then your show today, and my opinion, hey, we all have opinions just like we all have assholes, okay? He wants, he's just a nice guy. He's a nice guy. You know what? Suck it up, buttercup, because sometimes there's times where you don't need to be the nice guy. You know, and I get it. He wants to be professional. And I get it. He's probably catching all kinds of hell because he did a show with me. Probably. Oh, well. I get it. But I'd never apologize to this fuck nut. I don't care what fucking problems he's got. Nope. I'm not going to do it. We'll make sure we get a note from the teacher so you can go to the next class. We'll be right back. First music break.
Oh, on the air button. Oh, my God. I'm glad you're here. Holy shit. <laughs> Don't ask. I'm sitting here, you know what, going off and stuff like that. But anyway, to recap what I was just saying before, you know. You, you realize you didn't hit the on air button. Right. Yeah. Encom mm. used to have the BBB. I think they still do. That's Bikers Behind Bars. And that was one of the things I was really interested in. Because I know a lot of guys in the joint. And they did time for their clubs. Yeah. They didn't rat anybody out. They're the ones who knew the hustle. And didn't take anybody down with them. And I think it bugs the hell out of me. Somewhere deep down, it just does bug the shit out of me. When I do cover stories, or have a guy like this, talking like that. Because there's guys doing life in prison for their clubs, for what they believed in. There's guys in the grave right now. Because... They fought for what they believed in. And for somebody or some buddies, not only this freaking uh, twit, that's his new name, twit. twit. <laughs> Twat. <laughs> Twat, yeah. <laughs> the come out like that, I think it set me off inside. And yeah, I shouldn't, you know, mix the personal with business shit. That's the only thing I'll agree on. How was it when you were behind bars and you seen all the guys? You actually went in there. I took you on a visit one time because I didn't want you around that shit. Yeah. How was it? How was it seeing them? How was it knowing that they went down not ratting? I felt for them. Because they're, you know, they have each other behind bars. But where the fuck is everybody else? Nope, you behind bars, fuck you. Where'd they go? Where'd well, they... I'm talking about the guys where they took it like men. Well, they, yeah, it's like, they, you know, y'all, y'all got off scot-free and they took the hit for the club. They, they took the hit. And then so, you they find didn't out turn later. around and name drop or any of that bullshit. They took it all on themselves. And then later on, you find out these ones that cut deals or walking the streets, and and that's why I kept on saying clubs ain't gangs. Now, when people hear me during biker news, I am required by the DMCA to adhere to that article. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. I actually started highlighting when I'm reading now. Yeah. Because I have to say it word for word. Yeah, you have to do the articles verbatim. Verbatim under DMCA. Yeah, you can't change it the way you want it to see it fit. No, uh -uh. It has to be verbatim when you're doing the biker news. Exactly. You have to do that. Even if you don't agree with it, you still have to read it exactly as it's stated. So when they bring up motorcycle gangs, I'm sitting in the back of my head laughing. I am. I'm actually laughing about it. Because, like I said earlier, 
If it was a gang, you better be in witness protection. If you're mouthing off. Especially around some of these bigger organizations like the Outfit and, you know, the GDs and all that shit. You better be in witness protection. Because those are the ones that are going to cut your fucking head off. Mm-hmm. Clubs are about brotherhood. What is it so hard for these people to understand? Now, I catch hell because I was involved with this National Geographic shit. Yeah. They came to me. I said, okay, cool. They're going to promote, you know, they were sitting there talking to me about, yeah, we'll go to this organization, that one, learn about you guys. So I passed that deal on to a club. And then they had their negotiations. Mm -hmm. I only dealt with one club during that whole thing. The other two we didn't even know was going to be in there. And they bastardized the whole scene when they had a chance to really do something good. Instead, they wanted ratings, and they fucked everybody. Yep. But maybe I was naive to think that, hey... They're going to try to do something good for once. And I was wrong on that. Yep. It is hard for us to confirm all this shit with people. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy the $40 book just to read what the fucker's about. Okay, you say this, and then when you come to the interview, if we got information between then and now during that interview, we're going to use it. Mm-hmm. Again, with the little Dave interview, <laughs> I pissed off some people. It happens. Well, you treated little Dave shitty. Well, no, I didn't. You asked the hard questions. That's I, I, I did. I don't. I'm not like the other podcasters. I'm going to get to the truth, and I sure ain't going to let you bastardize a club. Uh-uh. And see, that's where everybody comes in. Well, you know, you always defend. I get them on my uh, comments. You're always defending clubs. But on the other hand, everybody says, well, why are you bashing clubs? It's like, dude, you can't fucking win in this business. No. Damned if you do and damned if you don't. So the last two big interviews I had, I really reached inside. Mm -hmm. Just like I did with the Bagos International. Mm -hmm. I reached deep. And that's because I want everybody to know everything. But see, I think it is, too, is that people need to realize that these people that you interview, they choose to come on the show. They choose. They reach out to us. They choose to come on the show. You don't force anybody to come on the show. And if I'm not mistaken, they are aware that you will ask whatever you are going to ask. And they say that you can ask. Well, that's the one thing that happens before interviews, I say. I'm not scripted. I'm not going to give you the questions beforehand. Nope. We're going to do this naturally. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. So when little Dave lied about what was said on that phone call. (laughs) Which was funny. I pushed the button. Here's what the phone call said. And you played it. (laughs) That's not a got you moment. No, it's just... Here, here's what you said. Here it is. Right, lay it out on the line. Right. 
That's no got you. It's it was out there. <laughs> Proof. Here's what you said. Exactly. I don't recall. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the same thing they say on the stand. I don't recall. I plead the fifth. <laughs> what the fuck? But one thing I will say is that when it comes to your show, 110, if you're wrong, you admit you're wrong. Hell yeah, I've been wrong a lot, man. I'm human. With National Geographic, you admitted you fucked up whatever you fucked up. I don't even know. I trust in that cunt. But you Ooh, ad- I see you, T. Oh, see you next Tuesday. Come on now. But you admitted it. Okay? Now, Twitch, Twit, Twat, twat. Whatever, whatever the fuck his name is now. I don't even care. You know, I think that he needs his apology to be louder than his disrespect. <laughs> oh, my God, man. <laughs> Sos could have faced... A lot of shit. He could have lost the business that he was building. And I brought up BBB. And I think for this reason. Sos went to prison. He's a felon. There are not a lot of opportunities for felons. There's not a lot of jobs out there for them. And here you have a guy who picked himself up, started his own business. Now, regardless if I agree with uh, the stuff or not, but he started a business. And you have some guy come along because he wanted to promote a book. He didn't do it. And he tries to do this to somebody. And you know what? We all got on the bandwagon. So I admit, I'm even though during that roundtable I said I didn't want to talk about SOS, I wanted to talk about NCOM, but nobody went back to that thing. It was basically the other guys doing it. But go back to the interview on that roundtable. But here's a guy... That pulled himself up. And is... What, are you going to take a guy down like that because you don't like him? You can't debate? You can't badger back and forth? Bullshit. And that's where you're right. I don't believe in stuff like that. I can't. And that's being honest. Yeah. And Danny has uh, a video coming out, I guess, tomorrow. And I, you know what, he started a hashtag, Chicago does it best. Because we don't believe in the bullshit. If you're wrong, you have to admit it. Yeah. You know. And people see that as a weakness. No, but you know what, Here, here's what it is. Everybody, I'm sure, has heard the saying, to err is human. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it means that human beings are bound to make mistakes, and it's actually a part of a learning process. Well, yeah, bound to make mistakes, but there comes to the point where you're vindictive and it's not a mistake. Well, see, that's just it. There's no harm in making mistakes, or if you do someone wrong unintentionally, okay? 
like you don't intentionally do it. You do it unintentionally. But you should, as a human being, be able to be the bigger person and apologize when you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Which you have done on right. numerous occasions for your shows. Because mm-hmm. you own up to your mistakes and then you correct them. Which there is where your learning experience is. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to own up. And it's actually... And people think you're weak when you own up oh, to your God, mistakes. Oh, God, do they? But you're not. You are 100% not. It's actually a sign of great strength and courage to, when you admit you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And it pisses me off that people think it makes you look weak. It's not. Plus, if you apologize, then, you know, you regain trust with people. When you fess up and admit you're wrong, admit you fucked up, you're going to look like, one, you're going to be the bigger person. And you're going to gain people's trust and respect. And that's the biggest thing for me. It's not that I want a popularity contest. I want people to be able to, uh, you know what, go over to Hollywood's thing. He's going to give you at least uh, an opinion that he sees. And if there's something that he was involved in and it came out wrong, you admit you're wrong and then you correct the mistake. So, Twitch twat, you uh, you got some apologizing to some people, I think. Just saying. Twitch twat. <laughs> what? I like it. <laughs> I think he should. You know what? Since he wrote a book, because... He better retract. <laughs> well, no. He should put out a statement... A press release that, hey, I was in the wrong. I had this going in my fucked up head. I was in the wrong. That's what he should do. But what woulda, coulda, shoulda. Well, yeah. Just because everybody feels, I mean, I personally feel he, he owes a lot of people an apology in my eyes. But the only one I think really is his club, his ex-club. Because he is out bad. I think he owes Sos an apology. Sos an apology. And NCOM and NCOC an apology. Oh, yeah. For I real. can care less, you know, if we, you know, for the guys that jumped on the bandwagon as long as they apologize for being on that bandwagon. I mean, yeah, everybody had fun with Sos, with the Skeletor thing. and Hell yeah, and, it was and, fun. And I'm still, and I still think it's funny. I ain't gonna lie. Well, that's <laughs> look at what me and Four for the Road do all the time on TikTok. Oh my God, you guys crack me up. Four for the Road uses your face with his mouth. And it's talks. funny as it's fuck. It's freaking hilarious. It's great. But it's like, you know, take things with a grain of salt. People are gonna voice their opinions. If you don't agree with them, don't agree with them. Just move on. Right. But if but I still but think an apology needs to be made to the gonna, old club and oh yeah, hundred percent. He need, he needs to definitely apologize to those people because, or you know, maybe he forgot he said all the shit. I don't know. What do we got a Joe <laughs> Biden on our hands? Hey, he could have peed his pants during the show too. I don't even know. He's probably wearing a. He was shaking like hell. <laughs> but it, but but then you know, and then and then you got BD jumping on you, and it's like you know what? Come on now. It's it's not about who was more professional than the other fucking person. You ran with the way the show fucking turned. 
If you didn't like it, BD, you should have hung up yourself. I'm sorry. You should have gotten Damn. Up. If you didn't agree with it, I'm sorry. But when the show turns, you got to go with the flow. You didn't expect that shit to happen. Well, the thing and I think that And if you didn't ups- agree with it, then... Hang the fuck up. Get I off. think what uh, you know kind of disappointed in me is because he does know my interview style. It can go from being a funny ass asshole to a very serious type of deal. Yeah. So you know my interview style. I mean, you it's know like, my personality. You know, you know what you're gonna get out of Hollywood. He don't hide nothing. He don't. He don't hold back. He fucking goes guns a blazing. So if something's going to turn and it ain't coming out good, he's going to go with the flow and just let it run. Well, it's because at that point, I owe the guests nothing. No. I owe them nothing at that point. The only thing I owe is my listeners and my uh, followers <laughs> that try to get to the truth. Right. And obviously with Twitch Twat, you're never going to get to the fucking truth. So why even fucking bother? Well, I think BD's probably going to try to get him on there. Well, more power to him. Have fun. But I ain't, you know, after this show, I won't talk about him ever again. Nope. Because you got enough free publicity from me. Yep. And that ain't happening anymore for me. I mean, I'm sure he'll come guns a-blazing back at you, but whatever. Oh, I can't wait. I hope he does. I want to watch that. Problem is, I won't give a reply to him. Fuck that. Anyway, we'll be right back after this one uh, killer song by Fireflight. Tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, China Dow's going to be in the game room. Make sure you women bring your dildos with, man, because I want to see you guys all jacking off and shit. Shut the hell up. I want to see a circle jerk with you women, man. (laughs) You're gross. I wish I could feel it all for you If I could, I would take back all that you've been through Never. 
Ryan Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Don't you fucking women ever say I don't play a song for you. <laughs> My fucking ears are hurting on that one. <laughs> don't ever say I don't play women a song. Get the fuck out of here. No wonder you guys are crazy ass motherfuckers. Oh yeah, and Brotherhood and Betrayal. Co-author. Oh yeah. China you- Doll. <laughs> You got some stuff going on in there. You know, I I have to give it to you. But uh, here's a preview for tonight's game. It's time for Cards Against Humanity. Get your nastiness ready. Better get that nastiness ready, baby. Because she a fucking freak, man. She's a fucking freak. Jesus Christ is broad. I feel sorry for your vibrator, man. That motherfucker is like... uh, I gave it the night off. Give it the night off, man. Give me a break, will you? It's up there like... It's shaking, literally, when you pick it up before even turning it on because it knows it's going to go for two hours. (laughs) What? And it's probably thinking, this ain't fucking normal, man. (laughs) Two hours, charge it for 30 minutes, go a little longer. (laughs) I take a commercial break. All right, we got grandkids, you know, everybody's got kids, grandkids, whatever. So, yeah, I got to get some nastiness right now. My question for y'all is, what is the next Happy Meal toy? Really? (laughs) And I'm sitting here talking about fucking vibrators. Well, I was going to say a silver bullet would be a great Happy Meal toy. <laughs> what? I buy Happy Meal? Shut the fuck up. I so it. they should have an adult Happy Meal. An adult Happy Meal toy. Yes. What is the, the, the first, let's say the very first adult Happy Meal toy? So you want a silver bullet vibrator. What is the fucking guy's going to get a cock ring? Yeah, or a pocket pussy. I don't know, whatever. Corey's got one, our son. That's because his mother bought it for him. Damn right! And you wouldn't let me get him a hooker. Hey, Ma. Hey, Ma. Can I get one of these? And he shows me, and I said, sure. How much did you you pay for the pocket pussy? 50 bucks. 50 bucks? 50 bucks. I could have got him a blowjob from a hooker for 50 bucks. No. No, we're fine. He's fine. Leave him alone. And it would have gave him a memory that lasted instead of and a pocket the, pussy. And that thing is heavy as hell, too, because the first day he took it out of the box, which was hilarious, by the way, because it almost got delivered to the neighbor's house. I'd have laughed my ass off. <laughs> so would I. <laughs> that, that Polak motherfucker would have been like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> he takes it out of the box and smacked me in the fucking head with that thing. That thing's heavy, man. But for 50 bucks, I could have got him a blowjob. Well, he got a pocket pussy instead, and it's got two holes. <laughs> I should have gave you a colon cleanse in your one hole. Hey, Xena, stop stealing my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to know what y'all think the first adult Happy Meal toy would be. I said it, a cock ring. 
Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yep. A Mick Cockring. <laughs> dirty knobs. Come on. <laughs> they don't call them dirty knobs for a reason. Vibrating midget. <laughs> you motherfuckers with that midget shit. They know I hate midgets. They know I have a mid. Oh, they know it. <laughs> Turkish goes, what the hell is that shit you play? <laughs> No shit, man. These fucking women, man. <laughs> All I hear is China bitch. You never play anything for us women. So I play... Dude, the fuck of my ears are hurting. <laughs> Bedlam said titties. <laughs> Craig pocket pussy. Bush coyote. Anal balls. <laughs> you know what? That's something I... Sh- oh my god. I love Stone's answer. <laughs> Mc, McNipple clamps. <laughs> That's what I'm going to get for you for your birthday. Uh, I'm going to get you anal beads. Dirty knobs as nasty chicken flavored lube. <laughs> it might smell like fish, but tastes like chicken my ass. <laughs> Randy Russell, butt plug. <laughs> you know what? You've done this. What the hell have I done? You've ate a pussies. And, yeah. Well, multiple pussies. Yeah. Better than you. Did it ever come out to where it really did smell like fish? Yeah, those are the ones I say, fuck that, and I don't go there. I, I, Dude, I do like you men, man. I do the finger test. I ain't stupid. <laughs> you do do the finger test? Fuck yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Hell the fuck yeah. <laughs> and has there been times where you turn green? There's been times when I'm like, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> and you tell them to their face. I look them right in the face and go, nah, eh, ain't happening. Mm-mm. You better go bathe. And what do they say after that? Oh, come on. No, fuck off. Smell yourself. <laughs> I legit will do the finger test. And if they don't, they don't like if I, if I give them that look like, mm-mm, guess what I do? Stick my finger in their face with their smell on it and go, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, bitch, you want that? Because <laughs> no. <laughs> you ain't eating that pussy then. Hey, hell nah. Mm-mm, you better go get some baby wipes, Clorox wipes. I don't give a fuck what you're cleaning that shit with. Get some acid and shit to clean oh, that thing. God damn, you know, I'll legit stick the smell in their own face. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Your shit stank. Here, smell it. <laughs> it's when you walk up and go, smell my finger. No, that's what you smell like, bitch. Clean your shit. <laughs> Mick colon cleanse. <laughs> Bedlam. I am. I'm going to get you anal beads. Oh, Bedlam. Just for you, a Mick B&G. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm talking about, baby. <laughs> Dirty knobs. A Mick shoots your ass out. <laughs> I still I still think that's the best idea ever. What? The B&G app. I'm telling you, dude, they already have sex apps where you can hook... They're called, they're called hookup apps. No, I would put a disclaimer. Hey, you get two minutes and boom, I'm out of here. Oh, Lord. Two pump chump? Yeah. Whatever. You're stupid. <laughs> so you're going to have a good game tonight, huh? Yeah. I'm going to have to go through all three of my boxes and find the best questions. So basically, how are you going to do it? I'm going to, well, we got to see how many people are in there. Cause and I, you're going to go person to person and, and the best and I'm gonna, answer I'm gonna the ask, most creepiest fuck I'm wins. Gonna, I'm going to ask you a question 
and y'all get a, a minute, like less than a minute, to uh, think of your answer. And then I'm gonna call your name out, and as I call your name out, you gotta give me your answer, and I'm gonna take notes and. Uh, the one with the most points at the end wins. You know what? I was thinking about uh, me hosting some poker games. And you know how we're going to do it? We're each going to have a deck of cards. We're each going to shuffle. And oh, we'll poker. deal Yeah, we'll deal our own cards. And it's on the up and up. Everybody sees it. And we play poker. Poker night. There you go. Yeah, Dirty Knob says, put that app together, Hollywood. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the blow and go app. <laughs> I'm still trying to learn code for iOS for my fucking uh, radio app, man. It fucking sucks <laughs> balls. <laughs> Who gets poked? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, guys, that's the show for today. Thanks for uh, listening in. Uh, the replays, as always, are on all our major podcast platforms. You can see us there. Rock on. See you tonight at 7. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.